This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Knock out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, joining us for an M1 Derby chat from BBC Three Counties Radio. Andy Collins and Justin Dealey. Good morning. How are you? All right, mate. Good, Good morning. morning. Oh, that's cheerful. Oh, it was. That was very cheerful. Very cheerful for a Monday. <laughs> very cheerful. Grief. So here we are for uh, for take two of the M1 Derby special for Three Counties Radio. You know, I mean, it's lovely to have award-winning radio personalities and, and Andy. It's great to have you both in. I thank you. I thank you. <laughs> get, get, these, get these in first before people start you need calling. to go on Peter they're, they're going to call me an anorak in a minute I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it in now just before we start you, you mentioned this part two for those that may not have listened can you give us a little recap on how part one no, of the derby please, went how no, did that go well let, let me let me see if I can remember how that went okay to finish this off we're going to turn to Andy and say Mr Alec Chamberlain did he play more games at Watford oh, or more games for Luton oh that's uh yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna say oh come on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Watford. Final score is Watford four. Luton <laughs> two. That's <laughs> <laughs> good at this game. Well, that that was how it ended here. Of course, unfortunately, that that was a four-two scoreline. Unfortunately, Luton weren't able to muster on the day two goals to to get the the prediction quite right. But you're right, Andy. It it was indeed a Watford win. What were your memories of uh, of, of the four-nil first game that when we played Luton? Uh, relief, happiness, because I thought, I thought that we were going to get turned over. So once it, oh yeah, it, 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 I'm never, I'm always nervous when I go to a game. Always, I don't, and I sit there with my son and I go, why do I do this to myself? Why? Why don't I take up golf or tennis and just play that instead? But as soon as the first goal went in, the second goal, they then started to relax and enjoy it a bit more. Was waving at Justin, he wouldn't wave back. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was. A, we played great. 
it was the one game I think where we played really well. It was indeed. Just Justin, what were, what were your recollections of coming to Vicarage Road on that day? For what must have been, in fairness, the Watford hierarchy do make sure we only fire uh, managers during very bad weather. So you have to come and sit out <laughs> basically in the elements and ask questions about the Dalai Lama and that kind oh, of thing by the yeah. statue. It was a glorious day weather-wise. Not so great, obviously, for the Luton travelling hordes, was it? Oh, it was a nightmare. Two words, sickness bug. That's why we lost that oh, game. Half the players were taken out. I'm, I'm convinced that one of you lot from your podcast put something in our food <laughs> the night before. I'm st- because I went in at halftime. I, I was working that day for the radio station. I've gone in at halftime saying, right, we've got to change the system. We've got to get Lansbury on. And everyone looked at me as if I was mad. And they said that he's not on the bench. I said, what's going on? They said, sickness bug. So we have got an excuse, but it's not very often that I feel embarrassed to be a Luton fan. That day I was, because that Luton team that went out that day, that was just not us for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, it was a, a horror show. Awful. It was a catalyst, though, for you, though, because you your team then came good. Yeah, yeah. And look, you know, that, that side have consistently punched above their weight for years. And, you know, I'm incredibly proud of, of what the clubs achieved. But that day, when it mattered the most, a local derby, for whatever reason, we just couldn't deliver the goods. And I'm just, around that time, Jones, obviously, there was talk behind the scenes, is he going to go? That could have affected it. But on the day, Watford were the better side. And the early goal didn't help. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong 4-0 it was awful a terrible day to be a Luton fan but this Saturday we have a chance to to hopefully uh for from our sake anyway make up for that hmm. <laughs> I, I sensed out but it's it's nice to see that because normally when people use headlines such as dodgy lasagna it normally means we've signed somebody <laughs> like a left back from Udinese um <laughs> In, in this particular case, it was more useful for, than that for a change, which is, which is nice to see. There, there is obviously an elephant in the room, aside myself, obviously, which is at that time you had a certain very popular character called Nathan Jones, who, mm. uh, who, 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 and we'll get to this later, who, who does like to explain why why his teams haven't won when they haven't won. Mm. And of course, once again, the, the the glories of a red and white striped team came knocking, and he went off. How are, before we get on to the replacement for him, how do Luton fans now look at at Nathan Jones? Well, I think any Luton fan who's a a true Luton fan will look back at his his time at the club and and say, what an incredible job he's done. You know, he may, well, I'm still convinced Jones will come back in the future at some point because he's come back twice. He's done a brilliant job. He did a fantastic job at Luton. Here's the question to you boys, though. If it doesn't work out with Wilder, would you take Jones? Because, Andy, you were saying that he was seen. (laughs) Not on your nelly. In the, was it the, the executive suite of Watford the other week? It was, was, he, he was in the game. But, I mean, no, that would be a bridge too but far. why not? Because he's the sort of manager, as an outsider looking in at yeah. Watford, the issue that you've constantly got is the fans not being on board with what's going on. And I get that because you've had so many managers. Whenever we go down to Watford, people can't name them because there are too many. There's too many managers. It's too confusing. But Jones, he would unite you all. No! Would you take him? Would you take him? No, no, no I'd rather no, have Roy back than Nathan, and that's saying something because I couldn't stand weekend at Bernie's. So no. But no. we had all these arguments about Rob Edwards before Rob Edwards came in. Yeah, exact arguments. Jones but, went to Watford, and I really, really hope that never happens. But if he was to go to your place, he would unite you without but, any question. But Justin, the thing is that Rob Edwards managed eleven games for us. It, it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> 
true. He was supposed to manage 11 games for us. I would suggest about three was the actual number. <laughs> yes. no, I, no. I, was, I was held back from doing the interview with Nathan Jones after the Watford game. I was there. I wanted to go down as a fan and do it. It would have been too emotional. <laughs> so I was held back and Sam Avery was sent down instead. It is amazing, though, because, you know, we'll talk about Rob Edwards. You know, when he was our manager, I, 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 I found him so frustrating because he wouldn't make a substitution when it was, you know, come on, do make something. And he gave great, he gave great interviews and he did the lap of honour and he did all that yeah. thing, but he just... Sometimes he's like, come on, make a substitution, we're losing. And then he's gone to your go, your place. Mm. And he's done wonders. Yeah, and there was has. a bit of me that yeah. goes, oh, maybe we should have stuck with him. Maybe well, we you should have. Done. I think most of your fans would agree that you probably should have stuck with Rob Edwards. Am I right in saying I, that? Well, I'm, I'm going to say something. I, I don't know what Rob Edwards has changed at Luton. I think he's inherited a team that were already on the up. They were already doing great mm-hmm. things under mm-hmm. Nathan Jones. So I'll be more interested and I'll certainly judge him once he's had a pre-season. Because yeah. I, I think currently what, he, what he's doing is he's just on a on a crest of a wave and he's just taking that team. Whatever you're doing, it's working. Let's carry on doing it. That's how I see him at the mm. moment. I mean, the style of football is better. It is better. Noticeably. Is yeah, possession as well has gone up a little bit as well. So, you know, from a fan's point of view, he has tweaks. He hasn't changed a lot, but he's tweaked certain things. He's a clever bloke. He knows what he's doing. And I think that the, I spent some time with Rob a couple of weeks ago and he never said a bad word about Watford, but you could see that that still hurts. Yeah. Being sacked after 11 games, that really, really hurts. And, and that's I think, why I think your team talk on on, yeah, on totally. Saturday is going to be, I wish we could have a camera in there. <laughs> on, so I think I mean, he'll, 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 he will, the team talk he will deliver. Mm. I'm sure Chris Wilder will do the same, but it won't be nowhere near the passion of what... It was what very do. calm. He's very, very calm. And I think what he will do for this game ahead of the weekend, he won't let this game be about him. He will go in and say, forget about me. I know I used to be the Watford manager i now i'm the loot manager this is not about me this is about you you've got a great opportunity this weekend to go out and essentially end watford season and to those players in that change room if that doesn't motivate them they shouldn't be playing for the I, club. I would say to that that to respond to that i think you're three weeks too late uh... <laughs> <laughs> mathematically you still have a chance you still got oh. a chance of if you, if you win or you've got the squad and i've said this before about watford you've got an amazing squad of players brilliant players players in there Mm. hence that 4-0 demolition if they perform as they should you've still got a chance but on Saturday all those years of hurt that that we've had of you lot and don't say you didn't but you've been laughing at us for years and years oh this is our chance absolutely Saturday (laughs) to say thank you very much three points a local derby victory and essentially, you won't be making yeah. the playoffs. This is huge. The this only game. thing that goes in your advantage is our players will be wearing eye patches and parrots on their shoulders because <laughs> they're pirates. They're pirates. So they've been found out because after manager number 18, it's become abundantly clear that this group of players, a majority of, really don't give two hoots about the shirt, the badge, the club or anything because they know they can go for, the, go for it because that manager will be gone and another one will be in place. Yeah, but- unfortunately, what's going to happen is end of the season, 80% of that squad's got to go. And we've got to rebuild. And we ain't got to go down the old ba- the bounty hunter route. We're going to have to start with the, the youth and the, the, those that are keen and hungry and, more importantly, willing to listen and have a little bit of fear about the manager. Because this lot don't fear the manager at all because they go, you can shout at me. You can throw as many teacups as you want. You'll be gone in three weeks. And that's, unfortunately, where we are. But, they know, they, you know, that's what it is. And so the best thing for us is we're not going up. We, well, boys, we aren't. Are we back me up here? We're not going to play the playoffs, are we? No. 
No, no, we're not going to do that. I've been saying it for about three weeks, yeah, that it's game, set and match for us. Uh, And Justin's right in what he said. This this game really does sort of sum up our season. If we win it, it, we'll look back at this season with with two fantastic derby wins. But if we lose it, you add it to the uh, the shit pile, don't you, really? Um, It just just papers over the cracks, doesn't it? It Yeah, yeah. We beat you last time. We go, oh, the audience are back. And then, and then we lost, you know, went on a losing streak. So, you know, this season is a washout. And there's going to be players. If you want to buy a few players, you can have Saar <laughs> for 35 million. Uh, by the way, Pedro, the rumours about Pedro, by the way, always off to AC Man. He was there on holiday, kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> you no, know, he's allowed to go on holiday. He ain't. Go, he's going to. I'm telling you, now, he's either going to go to. He's going to go to Newcastle. Uh, he's going to go it's, Newcastle. I would say the red hot favourites for Pedro, but they'll go for mm. fifty million. There's our little. I mean, uh, Luton fans will hate me for saying this, but I I will speak as I find. I will tell it the way it is. Watford were without any question the best side that I've seen this season, and I've seen a lot of football. You lot always had the same arguments. You're always moaning. There are so many people that would love they would love to have the players that you've got. For whatever reason, you can't get those individuals to play as a team. Yeah. No matter how many managers you put in. But that 4-0 and Pedro, I fear players like that on Saturday. If they turn up, and I said the same thing before the game back in October, the players that you've got can hurt us, uh, as fit, proved. But the thing is, though, Luton have done their homework and they've actually sneaked to the secret agent who uh, is playing for Watford. His name's Davis. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a man who was... And, and I'm, and our only blessing is we've got him on loan. And when he knows to go back, I'll drive him back. I'll save you a chance. <laughs> and we still keep getting him a chance. Well, I don't get it. I the advantage that you've got with oh. Davis is he absolutely hates Luton, probably more than you he lot does. all put together. The last two games he's played against us, he's been stretched off. He hates us. He gave it all the verbal when he scored. So you have got an advantage there that for whatever reason... Yeah. Davis we really doesn't like us. No, no, and you're right. And for 42 minutes, he will be amazing. Yes. And then he's picked up with and he'll start blowing out of his ass, and we'll go make a substitution. Oh, the man so. is the unfittest striker we've ever had. Mm. As, uh, if anybody wants to chip in and, and correct me, please feel but the man is the mobility. Well, I, I'm more mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also depends on your pitch as well. If you've got the goats out, sort of, you know, chewing oh, the grass yourself already. So I'm blaming hey. a sickness bug for the 4 0. For the previous 1 0 at Kenilworth Road, you're clearly already blaming the pitch. And if you are to lose on Saturday, you're blaming the pitch yeah, now. Absolutely. Like that, yeah. Yes. Nothing wrong with the pitch. It's a championship pitch. It's the same as I was told when I was a kid. It's the same for both teams. Mm. Was that when you had a plastic pitch that killed 300 goats trying to chew off it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not necessarily, though, is it? Not necessarily. I um, had a piece of that plastic pitch at home in a frame. I'm sure. It cost me £10, and my wife the other week tried to take it down. I said, if you take that down, that is the end of our marriage. And you decide it stayed there. It's a piece wow. of history. And on the back of it, it's got all the stats, how many games, how many wins, how many losses. Love it. That plastic pitch, we tracked it down 10 years ago on the radio station it's in a shed in oxfordshire yeah has it got how many acl injuries as well that are attributed to it Uh, it basically basically comes free with brian steen's vertebrae i imagine is is this the kenny dalgleish podcast now we're doing (laughs) (laughs) constantly moan about the pitch that pitch was great it was it was forward thinking as as was the stadium that went with it Um, you know i mean you look at similar structures that were built at the time, Stonehenge, for example, they, they look they look antiquated next to Kevin. And that's fine. And that's fine. Yes, people, 
we descended to that level already. Exactly. Stadium with soul, something you know nothing oh. about. Oh. I, will miss, I will miss that oh. alleyway of death that we have to go down get around. I miss that. Uh, and, uh, being urinated on from the top tier. I will miss those times. <laughs> Sorry, Justin, then I've got to ask, in terms of obviously you are within shooting distance, we, we can deny it all we like, but you are within shooting distance of getting Premier League status. What's your thoughts about you then moving into somewhere like Power Court in one or two years, losing the hostile atmosphere that obviously, you know, kind of your whole club feeds off? Is it in danger of dissipating in a, in a larger uh, shall we call it less characterful stadium? No, absolutely not. And the great thing is here that the people that are running the football club, they are 2020, that's what they call themselves. They are all of them, every single one of them, Luton Town fans. And they've already made the promise that when we do go to Power Court, there will be certain characteristics that will go with the stadium. So the toilets in the away end will probably just be transferred <laughs> into the new stadium. Uh, that could possibly happen. But, but they've already said we want to make it really, really close to the pitch. They've already had conversations about safe standing as well a big part of Luton's success over the past two seasons has been as you're right it's a hostile place to go yeah. it's intimidating if you move to a new stadium and you lose that you lose your DNA so the people mm-hmm. in position of power at the club have already said don't worry when we do move will keep certain things, so it's very much a Luton Town Stadium. And obviously going above someone's back garden as you go in the away end, that's very important to keep that. I feel sorry for the person every week who goes to Luton for the very first time, and they take a picture of that away end thinking they are the first person to do it. They put it on Twitter, and the Luton fans very quickly say, here we go, here's another one. Tim, who's come down from Stoke, and he's absolutely bombarded for the next week with abuse, saying, you think you're the first? This is I hate it when people do that. Lowbrow <laughs> suggestion. It's just put it's, it up on the screen now. It's shocking. <laughs> These people, oh, look at they, they, they wind me up. Look at uh, that shit on. Uh, <laughs> oh, used to your prawn sandwiches, are you? Apparently, <laughs> think this is real football. Oh You'll God. miss it when it's gone. I, I, every single week, there's always one person that does it, thinking they are the first person to say, "Look at this away end, isn't it awful?" And they are just pelted. And I love it. <laughs> um, we had to just had to go down to the uh, down to the, uh, obviously vicarage to uh, do a bit of peace when we had the new manager come in. And you went out, you checked out the new club shop. You like the club shop, don't you? you no, no, it. it looks all right from a distance. Yeah, I'd never okay. go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Burst into flames, wouldn't it? <laughs> we got Wenzel's now, Bob. I've just noticed that as well. By the way, we got Wenzel's. Yes. Up a little coffee yeah. shop, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in there a few times recently yeah, for, nice, for coffee. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who has a Wenzel's built into an away end? To be fair, what, what's what's the worst of two evils? Somebody's back garden, You're somebody's always. washing, or a Wenzel? I don't know. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love the fact that you sit there and complain, and then have the audacity to suggest we have a Wenzel's near the away end. <laughs> your your away end would fail on every hygiene standard the Wenzel comes from. Let's be honest. It's, it's for real eight. football, gentlemen. Real exactly, football. exactly, mm. exactly. And there's no reason why. A stadium that has been bought up from non-league shouldn't shouldn't be aspirational, <laughs> and I think that's very good. I think that's very good. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Love- 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Last time you were on, we had a bit of a game of it. And I mentioned earlier on the fact that you are, of course, you know, radio professionals. Audio is 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 your your, your comfort zone. It's what you do. It's what you absolutely specialise in. Mm. So if it's okay with you, gentlemen, I think we should have a little bit of a playoff in the M1 Derby commentary challenge. Are you up for it, gentlemen? Yes. yes. <laughs> You've never heard such, such resentment in your life, have you, really? I'm going to play you some audio commentary of your own team scoring in games that you do indeed win. So I'm not, there's no, there's no kind of um, silliness going on here. And we're going to start, we're going to start with you, Justin. We're going to play you this. I want to have from you, you, can you tell me from the audio commentary what season this goal was scored? And it is a what, it's a, it's a winning goal for Luton Town versus Watford. And another player sporting an injury on the eyebrow, Dan Breaker. Steen, Parker, Turner, that's what it needed, the ball was delivered perfectly by the youngster Gary Parker, who earned his place today as the result of his performance on Wednesday after coming on as a sub, inch perfect it was, and Wayne Turner thumped it into the back of Watford's net. So, Luton, the home team, go ahead by a goal to nil. So, Justin, there you go. You've heard the commentary. You've heard some of the players there. A young yeah. Gary Parker. Words that haven't been used for over 20 years, clearly. Um, can you give me a suggestion as to what season that might have been? Yeah, and it sends a shiver down my spine because it was the it was the second replay, actually. Ooh, and this is good. What came next was a night in Luton's history that, that is still spoken about today because we beat you 1-0. We went on to play Millwall. Yeah. And we all know what happened at that Luton-Millwall game. So the year was 1985. The season was 84-85. He scores a goal for Luton Town. This is very, very good. This is very impressive. And we do all remember, uh, yeah, those, those scenes on Sports Night when Millwall came down and caused literally hundreds of thousands of pounds of improvements. It was that could have been you. That could have been you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It could have been. And uh, and those were indeed dark days. Dark days. Right. I've got a bonus question for you. Who was playing in goal for Luton in that game? I would think that was Les Seeley. Oh, look at this. Very good. He's got one and he's got a bonus score. Andy, you're up against this, sir. Can I, just say, can I just say, first of all, I am rubbish at the years thing because I'm very bad with years because anybody who's seen my Tinder profile will know that because I've been told <laughs> I was born in 1994. So I am not very good. OK, are, are you ready? A, a Watford goal. And of course, this is completely even because 84, 85, not very long ago. And Justin, some great knowledge there. Here we go to Andy. 
Watford winning goal against Luton Town. Here's Craig Cathcart, a bit of a wake-up call for the Hornets. Semmer does well, holds off Craney, and now runs towards the edge of the penalty area. Ken Semmer, going on the outside of Pearson, drives it across, Jao Pedro! Jao Pedro, what a time to score your first goal for Watford. Semmer, with all the hard work, held off Craney, gone on the outside of Pearson. Jao Pedro, with the aid of a deflection, scores his first goal in English football. There you go, there you go. So can you tell us what season that might have been, Andy? <laughs> Yao Pedro's first goal. Pedro's first goal? Yeah. Pedro's first goal for Wofford. Let's say it again. Pedro's first goal. Lack of crowd. Uh, well, I was just going to say, uh, was that during lockdown or was that normally at Wofford? Oh, 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 there he is. There he is again. Uh, 20, well, if it's lockdown, then it's got to be 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, uh, the man, basically, who is the answer to what if a ferret died beneath my nose. And then you have <laughs> Yao Pedro there scoring, indeed, during the pandemic against uh, against against Luton Town now. Now, your bonus question, Andy, and, and this is entirely fair, but we're going to give you multiple choice, so you get to choose. Now, the question is, what was Nathan Jones's excuse for losing that particular game? Was it A, nothing? He wasn't at Luton at the time. Was it B, no, no one seemed to know that it was a derby, or was it C, there had been a sickness bug? What was Nathan's, <laughs> what was Nathan's particular excuse that particular day? Uh, I don't think it was gone by then. I don't think it was, wasn't he at Stoke at that point? No, it, 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 it was in charge. It was in charge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, 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 seemed to be, he didn't know it was a derby. No one seemed to know it was a derby. <laughs> that is correct. He just. He said nobody seemed to know that it was a derby because it was the, the pandemic and, and Luton opted not to tackle or kick anyone, as is, <laughs> as was the little Welshman's way. That quote has been taken massively out of context. He meant that in a different way, and you know that. Come on. <laughs> what? Anybody think this is a Warford podcast? What's going on here? <laughs> so we turn, having, having gone to 2021, uh, we're, we're going to turn to a different year for Justin. Are you ready, sir? Now, yes. you might you might need some help on this one, but we'll see. It means a lot to both clubs with uh, so much local rivalry. So here comes the corner for Luke. Up under that crossbar. And a goal there by Mike Keane. Mike Keane has done it. Mike Keane. Now, for anybody who doesn't who doesn't know, Mike Keane scored for, <laughs> for Luton. A winning goal, no less, in the derby. And then went on to play for Watford and even manage yes. Watford. What year? Are you putting that one in? I can name the commentator. That was Brian Moore. Ah, you've had you've had the greatest commentators. You've had both Tony Gubber. Tony Gubber. Yeah, I mean, legends. What a great name. And of course, yeah, absolutely. Brian Moore. Oh, so if it's Mike Keane, we're, we're looking at 70s. It's definitely the 70s. I'm going to go with 1975. 1975. Oh, he's missed on the bonus there, I'm afraid. It was 1970 to 71. By 75, he was actually already the Watford manager. So wow. you, you'd had him from the late 60s. But there, 70, 71. Your bonus question. Mm. Can you name me, in that game, you had two forwards playing who went on to have international honours for the Republic of Ireland 
and of course England. Can you name those two very good players that played for Luton? Yes, that's me saying it. Uh, would one of them be Malcolm McDonald? One of them would be. That's very good. Can you get the second one? Uh, and you say Irish. Irish. Oh, God. Um, oh, I'm going to kick myself on this one. And I've done this to people for years where I put them on the spot and I've loved every second of it. Now I know why those people hate it. Uh, <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to say he went on to become the Dalai Lama or something just to annoy you, but I won't. <laughs> Um, I can't think. I'm really sorry. I'm going to pass on that. It was it was a player who went on to join QPR, and uh, when they came second in the mid seventies, was a gentleman called Don Gibbons, who was a oh, tremendous yes. player yep. that, that that you got hold of. They're very very good indeed. Very good. Now we turn we turn back to uh, to Andy here to, uh, to to give you another you know clock back in time there. See if you right. can see if you can remember uh, when this particular goal was scored. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi, Ambe. The three changes made to the Watford side here this afternoon by Slaven Village. Now Ishmael Asar. Kamara's cross. Davis. Dream start for Watford. And he revels in being able to run past the Luton supporters before taking the adulation of his own. There you go. Uh, so I don't know if you caught who the scorer was there, Andy, but what, what season would that be? Somebody scoring in about the third minute? Uh, that would be the 2022 season. Yeah, 2022-23. Absolutely superb. Yes, it was indeed in September. Um, and I'm not sure October. whether or not Justin had, had managed to get into the ground by that time. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was October. My bad, my bad. The question again goes here, multiple choice. What was the little Welsh Wizards... Reason for Luton losing the game. Now, obviously, <laughs> obviously, option B has gone. So it's A, nothing. He wasn't at Luton at the time. Or C, oh, there had been a sickness bug. Oh, man. Well, I think it might have been a, a sickness bug. Just, oh, just... there you go, everybody. What for, what for take a completely untampered lead? Stuart Atwell, are you listening? This is revenge. That's what we're saying. Has Andy got Luton's... a problem with his memory then? Because the two you've picked out were from 2020 and 2022. <laughs> Mine was 1971 <laughs> and 1985. No, it's, it's, it, this is a compliment to you and your memory. We know right. when you come down to Watford and you ask, like, how many managers have there been in comparison <laughs> to, to Dalai Lamas who've also oh, managed West Ham? That, that question hurts you so much, doesn't yeah. it? I can tell you brought that up. You've got beef with that question. Can, can I tell you what the title of, of, of this whole thing is on the recording device? It's Andy C and Justin D Part 2, The Anorak's Revenge. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, and, and I don't know about anybody. Oh, no, it's, 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 have we lost Carl? We I, have was, lost... I was hoping to hear from his mum at some point. That's what? normally what happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> so we, yeah. we go back, we go to Justin there. This is, the last, this is the last round on this one. What year do you think this came from? From one of your favourite players, I know, because you have mentioned him and we've discussed him in dispatches. Coming forward for Luton, waiting out on that touchline while he gets his position. Drag coming to it here. Well beaten, though, by Holdsworth. Oh, there's space here. Johnson got it out well. And here comes Telfer. Paul Telfer accepting a very easy opportunity. There you go. A very easy opportunity. And on behalf of the Watford defence of all time, you're welcome, everybody, as always. Justin, what year would you say that particular commentary came from? There were players such as John John Dreyer and, of course, the scorer, 
I remember the game because it was one all and Kelvin Davis saved the penalty on his debut. Um, Oldsworth and... Uh, well, it's 90s. It's definitely 90s. Yeah, yeah, probably, I'm yeah. going to go with, and we had a really good side that year as well. I'm going to go with, I think David Pleat was still in charge. So I think we're looking at 1995 for that one. I've gone for 1994. Mm, it's a close one, isn't it? It's one of the two, I would, I would have thought. The season is 93-94. Very oh, close, but that's, oh. unfortunately no cigar there, but that, that's fine, that's fine. Let's give you the bonus question anyway, because I think, again, who would have been playing in goal for you opening day, 93-94? It was a 2-1 win saloon. We, would, we wouldn't stitch up like that, but uh, who was the goalkeeper? Uh, the goalkeeper for Luton that day would have been... Oh, you got the right games here. Because I, I'm convinced that was a one-all draw, that game. I'm going to get really, really anarchy and technical. Oh, I'm convinced it, it, I'm it. convinced it was one-all. Because Telfer, Telfer scored in a one-all draw, and he also scored in the famous 4-2. I don't think, yeah, it was a one-all. I think you got your facts wrong, lad. Sorry. No, it wasn't. It was, it was a 2-1. It was the opening game of the season, and uh, and we didn't. I believe oh, Kerry Dixon though. got one. No, Telfer didn't. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> Put that anarchy away, sir. <laughs> right, Telfer. Good old Telfer. So Telfer scored in three local doubles. Okay, so our goalkeeper that day would have been Jurgen Sommer. Oh, look at this. The man the man knows what of what he speaks. He, does. he just doesn't know what score it was, obviously, or what year it was. <laughs> oh, just Justin, that that is that is top quality stuff. It was indeed Paul Telfer. And I do love the way you sandwiched in the four two kind of comment there. Very well done. <laughs> Very well done. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. This would be nothing if there wasn't resistance offered. Now, we turn, we turn to Andy. Can, can you win out? Now, here, here we have a, a player scoring in a, in a much lesser known derby, obviously, than the, than the previous one. See if you can remember who this might have been and what year it might have been. I'm Johnson. He's having to block the sun out of his eyes. by White this is Kennedy this time and Thomas has got in there Davis has and got it Thomas Rand and the Welshman has lost his shirt and gained the adulation of the thousands who've come up the M1 in those in those days when you could put thousands in the away end at Luton, that's was nice. Was Thomas the one that got nicked for being a hooligan? Yes, yes. Was he, yeah, he, yeah. he was indeed. He was a he was a, a Cardiff ultra or Hosser, <laughs> to give it his full name. Um, and and with, with a wonderful moment, this was the second goal of uh, I think it was a I think it was a four nil win. There was the wonderful moment when in in the in the after video where he just said, "So how did you score that?" And he said, "Well." The, the defender was coming across and they just shouted keepers and he let it go. And he goes, don't bloody say that to you, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the Wales and hit someone. Anyway, enough of that. What year might that have uh, lesser known 4-0 uh, drubbing, uh, sorry, uh, a local derby had taken place? It's got to be, it's 90s, obviously. It's got to be the same. It's got to be 93, 94, isn't it? Ooh, no, it was 97. It was, was it? 97, 98. Oh. It was indeed because it was GT back and his first era. But you can, well, you Johnson can win this. 
Oh, man, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't remember that because that was a record, actually, for football at the time. I think we had 18 players out injured that day. Oh, we go. Um, Here we go. Wasn't that when Paul Paul Robinson scored as well? No, no. That was earlier, was it? Yeah, it was right. Kennedy with two, Jono with one, and uh, and Di Thomas, because you have to have an irritating Welshman at Luton at some point. It is obligatory. And <laughs> they hadn't got one. We brought him along. It was very good. However, you can sneak a second win in succession here if oh, you God. can actually answer this in terms of, one again, once again, it's the multiple choice. B and C have gone. So what was Nathan, what was Nathan Jones's uh, point about this? <laughs> Um, nothing. He wasn't at Luton at the time. Yeah, this is correct. Now, <laughs> I went. <laughs> he had nothing to do with this. But I have done something that, in no other circumstances, would I do. I went to look at Nathan Jones's Wikipedia entry, which is great. And in there, because of course he played for Luton, didn't he? No, he according he exactly, he signed. Now, whether or not this is a sarcastic Watford or Luton fan, whoever you are, great work, right? And it talks about his playing career, and it says. However, right, so he signed for David Pleat in July 1995 for a fee of £10,000. However, he soon became homesick at Luton and so moved to Spain to join Badajoz. <laughs> How homesick do you have to be of Luton to go, fuck Wales, I'm going to Spain? <laughs> I think that's a wide duck. We must put that in. It's brilliant. Hey, whoever has done that, well played, everybody. That is absolutely wonderful. Wonderful stuff. I. I'm Paul Robinson, or Robbo, in your eyes, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I I think, once again, the win goes Watford's way. Do we think the win will go Watford's way on Saturday? Let's start with Andy. What are your hopes and dreams, aspirations, or otherwise, for Saturday's road? You look on paper and you go, yes, of course. But what I worry about is, are our players up for the fight? They were last time. Will they be up this time? Pedro will get a yellow. I think Luton know they've got to just wind Pedro up and get him booked early doors. I think Davis will play. I don't know why. Will we win? It depends. I do like our new centre-backs. And I think if Morris plays, mm. that'd be, that'd be I think he, he, he deserves that chance. As always, you know, it all boils down to what backman we get. Do we get the backman who will come off the, his line and catch the ball or the backman that will flap at the ball and go in? So, to be honest with you, it's not down to any of the out players. It's down to backman. And if he, like, if he wants to kick it to an opposition player when we try and play the ball out, which also winds me right up. And he needs to go straight at the end of the season. I'm putting that right. Everybody who was uh, involved in Andy Collins' Backman uh, uh, sweepstake, <laughs> he made it to 38 minutes, everybody. That's a record. <laughs> big, big applause there for Mr. Collins. Oh, God, 38 yeah. minutes before we got the words Backman and Flap into the entire conversation. <laughs> right, to, answer your, to answer your question, I, I'm going to say a score draw. We don't think the double's going to happen. No. Mr. Dealey, sir, what your hope, what your dreams, what your aspirations? I'm always honest, and I, I'm Derby game. I don't know how you gents feel, but I'm I'm not a fan of them because there is so much at stake. Yeah. And if, if you lose, it's just so miserable. If you win, it's amazing. If we go out and we play the way that we've played at home recently with the high press, in the first half is where all the action is. In the second, we slow off a little bit yeah, because we can't keep it up for 90 minutes. But if we go at you as we went at Bristol City recently, we are relentless. We don't give you a second. We get an early goal. I can see us winning. If it's nil-nil at half time, it's anybody's game. I'm feeling confident because we've got a great squad. And I also think that the players players have got a great rapport with Rob Edwards and they'll want to do this for Rob as well. So I am feeling confident, but I'm fully aware, like I've said a few times before, <laughs> Watford are the best team that I've seen this season. And Luton fans will hate me for saying that, but I'm just being honest. Um, you took us apart. 
but with pace and power. I'm fully aware of the squad you've got. You've got some great players, and anything can happen. Who's the player? Who's the player we should watch out? What? Uh, I mean, you've got Morris up front, and Morris yeah. did nothing at Watford. Morris is so strong, he's so physical, um, he's quick, he's great in the air. He he is such a brilliant, brilliant centre forward. Adebayo again on his day, that the pace and the power. Um, we've also got this new fella called Marvelous. Great name for a player, isn't it? <laughs> Nakamba. Yeah, Marvelous Nakamba. He's coming on loan from Aston Villa now. Villa signed him for. 12 million quid about two years ago. We could never afford a player like that. We've got him in on loan. He sits in front of the back three. He's terrific. Really, really good. But one player, Morris, if he's on fire on Saturday, like he has been recently, he will give your defenders a hell of an afternoon because he's just so, so good. Whatever he does, Mm. you can't combat him because in the air, he's so good. On the deck, he's so good. The pace he's got, he's, he's such a brilliant, brilliant player. I don't think that he'll be with us come the end of the season because he is that good okay. but he's a player to look out for so who's our player I will we'll be sending him some lasagna by the sound yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so who's dodgy lasagna so in, in, in our reply who's our player we should watch out and I just want to say go first I would have said Pedro but he's been off the boil for the last couple of games mm-hmm. he hasn't been I mean he's been good but he's not been as the Pedro that we all know and love hopefully he'll be up for the dive I'm a massive Chowdhury fan I love Chowdhury I know Inspector Gadget Legs I love him He's all, but, yeah. but I know, we, know some people don't, so I think he's quite key. Who's our reserve goalkeeper? Because I, <laughs> I, 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 Andy, I think it's you. <laughs> um, that's who I'm saying. What are you saying, boys? For our key player, oh, Semmer, probably. I would have thought maybe yeah. if he's on his day. Yeah, Semmer. Yeah, Semmer, probably. Realistically, I'd, and, I'd go with and, that. And what would your mum say? You missed that. <laughs> My mum? Yeah, you missed that. She's not in the car bit. this time. I just wondered. <laughs> no, no, no. She's not in the car. No, no. No, no, not this time. But I am in a car. Well done. We can hear you reversing. Seba's story is amazing. When you consider that he was on the bench, then cleverly went ill and he gets the call up and then has the best game he's ever played. And now he's become, you know, the first name on the sheet, really, hasn't he? On the team sheet is is Seba. He's he's, what a turnaround, really. Yeah. I'm really pleased for him. I I, I just love having having a player called Ken. I mean, you know, I I know I'm from the 70s. It's just like a, it's like having Bovril. It's just a nice warm flavour of the 70s. There you go, (laughs) Ken. don't let and don't let Andy speak. He's going to ask me something. No, I'm not going. So, to. Carl, if we do beat you at the weekend, do you promise to do yeah. one of your videos in the stand where you're crying again, my, so we can mix my... in the video <laughs> with, with the music <laughs> Titanic? Is there any chance now, that just, we can do it again, like now, you now, did at Queens Park Rangers? And thank you because the other week I was feeling low. I was overworked. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on in my life. On comes the video, Carl. Them down the road. They've replaced us. They've replaced. Thank you, Carl. You, my friend, in a Christmas card this year. Thank you. You're, you're, you're more than welcome. Um, I will be doing the match day vlog from the uh, the, the place that you need a tetanus just to, to enter. Um, so yeah, you, you should get a video. But hopefully, if it's a good one and it ends well for Watford, I will definitely be tagging you in. Don't you worry. Oh Brilliant. no, don't do that, please, please. Are you, don't are do you that. going then, Carl? Are you, are you on the bus? Are you? Are you on the? You on the I am. I'm on the. I'm on the bus. Yeah. Me uh, too. Tin hat yep. has been. Has been sent out, so I've got my tin hat. We're on the bus, so yeah, looking forward to it. Actually, I don't know yeah. how this is going to work because Andy, you've been to Luton as well. So yeah. the, the football ground is is in an area called Berry Park. Now the traffic through Berry which Park, is a lo- which is a lovely area, it's very very nice. The traffic in Berry Park is Twin almost with absolutely full on. How much? So if you're taking a thousand people and they've got to be on, you can't go unless you're on the coach, can you? So we're looking Correct. at what. 
how many coaches? What was that? About thousands and twenty coaches, probably. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty coaches, that's a Pozzo era technically, isn't it? <laughs> <Hey>, very good. <laughs> good Tish. Um, on coaches, you're gonna get stuck in traffic in Berry Park, all sat on your coaches for at least a good twenty minutes or so. I know. It's well we have we, we have police escort from the motorway, I'm told. Just the motorway, not from Watford. That's right. Not not all, all the way from Watford, no. no <laughs> and we just, and just you know what? And Justin and I were talking about this the other week when we still had a chance of getting into the playoffs. And I, I I honestly don't think we're gonna make it, but you know, miracles do happen. What would be the what what's gonna be the plan if we do get to the playoffs, as as we know Luton will be as well, and we end up facing each other at Wembley in a playoff final. When do you get to that? I'm gonna to get to that ground five days early. I'm gonna help you a couple of days. And, and, and the only people that will be happy about this will be Thames Valley Police because it's nothing to do with them. It's all down to the Met. How do you police that? I mean, what, how do you even... You, you you ask several other police forces to join in, I think, because that is going to be... <laughs> and you ask people you to... Ask, you ask the military if they're available as well. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, we've all been to Wembley. That, that, that walk when you go down the, like, the bridge down to the station, that was carnage the last time we went. And we were fired amongst ourselves because we got beat 6-0 by Man City. So what are we going to be like? when we've got some orange people there. Oh, I mean, it's a, if, is... if it happens, if it happens, I will be investing in a coach company like you couldn't believe. <laughs> that would be a lot. They'll, I imagine basically there'll be lots of Luton supporters kind of milling around, well, both of them, uh, milling around the outside of Wembley going, why are you boarding up the statue of Bobby Moore? Don't worry about him. <laughs> We're Watford. It's what we do. We talked about this at the station because, you know, obviously Jeff Doyle and all of that, who's a, who's the head of sport. And, and, and we said, well, we're obviously going to have to do a radio show and do the yeah. whole, if it happens, if it happens. And he said, well, we're definitely going to be inside the stadium. We're not going to be outside. That's for sure. We're going to be inside the stadium. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. what, what a day that will be, eh? What a no. day. I think the police force are fearing Luton Millwall more than Luton Watford, to be honest with you, because at the oh, moment, yeah. you've got oh. Luton and Millwall in the playoffs. I mean, it should have been like that, but I mean... Mm. I was talking to a Millwall fan and he said it's it's written in the stars that they're going to meet in the playoffs mm. and he said that that will be an absolute nightmare for, for them as well as, as Luton he said just because there's a lot of history there not good if you're a fan travelling but footballing wise actually be a good game I'd, look, yeah. I'd love to play Luton in the final for a, for the football not for yeah. anything that's no, no, and it'll be, the atmosphere will be amazing oh, and be amazing but there's just two. I mean, this game this weekend, there's so much resting on this game this weekend. Can you imagine up in the ante and saying, right, oh. Luton Watford at Wembley for a playoff final? Uh, can can oh. I just say, can I just say as well, I've been to Wembley a few times. The hospitality is amazing. Yes. <laughs> can I come with you? Hold on, Andy, Andy, are you suggesting that the hospitality at Kenilworth Road is not amazing? <laughs> mm, well, their one star rating that they've got for their catering is beautiful. It's a good one star. Have you, you seen know? our boxes? <laughs> Boxes. 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 Country. You're, boxes you're right on top of the pitch you get your own <laughs> yeah. bar yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Come it's, on, it, it's it's not known as a theatre of conservatories for nothing. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Do not scratch your eyes. Fantastic as ever. Uh, just an absolute joy. No, it's, it's it's always a pleasure. We we are looking forward to this week. We're doing a whole week of build up on the radio show. Um, and we are we are excited about it, aren't we, Pat? We're really we excited about it, and it's it's one of those games. You look at it in the calendar, and you think, oh, it's miles away, it's miles away. Here it is. This is where the excitement builds. Even just talking about the game today, you're making me feel nervous. Yes, agreed. <laughs> but but agreed. that's what a derby game is all about. We can't wait, and it's been the first derby game with fans alluding for years and years and years. Mm. The atmosphere is going to be brilliant. Uh, Carl, take it easy with you uh, on the buses, my friend. Uh, Justin, you're not going, are you? I am, yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, please. Which, 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 can I just add, I'll just add something before we go, is is 
a recipe for disaster straight away. I don't think I've ever seen Justin at an away game you in the time that I've known him. You he well. turns up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Justin, if we do lose, Justin is getting the blame for it. Thank you. I'll accept it. Pete, yeah. Pete, you're not going, are you? No, I'm going to be hosting the Twitter spaces straight after. So, uh, oh. so win, lose or draw. Uh, we are often joined by We Are Luton Town, and a big hello to We Are Luton Town as ever, who basically sits there and lurks, just sits there and listens, especially when we're going off on one. I've, you know, it's like basically you don't even have to look at like, you know, the Sky Sports news to see what the score was. You just basically go, oh, We Are Luton Town are here. They've lost or they've blown it in the last minute. And he just sits there and just goes, this is joyful. There you go. Listen, boys, as always, we love being in this podcast. It's great fun. Hopefully the result is good for us on Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, Andy Collins and Justin Dealey, thank you very much for joining us once again on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Go on, you on it. You on it. You on it. Hold on, I'm throwing something at Justin. Go on, you on it. Have it, have it. Have that. Have that beer cake. Hey, pass me that cup. Go on, get it. <laughs> Justin's got me in a headlock and I'm starting to go blue. So I'm going to be quick. Let me go, Justin. Let me go. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.